Yes, well, welcome everybody to another episode of uh, On the Rocks podcast. Today, we, we both remember from the class of 2014, at uh, one point we were all in the hallways together. So Jack is uh, running the five uh, world major marathons in the process of it and decided to run for St. Pat's. So we reached out to him and, and joined the show. So welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be on. Of course. So, yeah, so hope you don't mind, Jack. I'm just going to start um, poking a little funny at first. I know, uh, just kind of remembering from high school, um, you were on the football team, and, uh, you know, I just kind of had pictured you kind of like a bigger guy, football player, and then I'm uh, reading on Facebook, you're doing the marathons and everything, and I was like, wow, I couldn't believe uh, that was the same person. So I was, uh, yeah, just wondering what inspired you to do the marathons, how you got into running, and uh, what your story was like. Yeah, in, in high school, I was I played left tackle for the football team. So I was I was probably playing my senior year at like 255 pounds. So I was bigger than obviously and kind of more committed towards like weightlifting and stuff in that aspect. But uh obviously had the like competitive edge of participating in high school sports. So that never really left, but the ability to play football uh in college and on that I didn't have that opportunity. So I kind of needed something to fill that competitive void. So Kind of, kind of got into running after college, um, moved back to Chicago, and as you know, like the Lakefront Trail, um, not too far from my apartment, so just kind of decided to go out one day and see if I could get like three miles. It was like a big question, like, oh, I wonder if I can run three miles, and then did it, and then, <clears throat> you know, like, oh, what if we ran five? What if we ran seven? And just kind of like kind of built on each other and kind of felt like I can uh, kind of get that kind of satisfy that, that competitive void by, you know, competing with myself. Um, signed up for, my cousin actually talked me into getting into a, a, a half marathon. So he made me sign up with him because he wanted to do it for some fitness goal or something. So I was like, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll sign up for that with him. So signed up for that, did all that training. And after running that one, kind of completely got into it. Like the, uh, just like the whole like race atmosphere and everything. It's kind of came naturally, like the training and everything. And progressed pretty quickly from there and then that kind of once you kind of had that first race on your belt it kind of just gives you that the hunger for more and more so um that's when I started thinking to myself maybe I can run a marathon um you know maybe we'll just try it one day and the opportunity came up to run it for charity um something my my parents kind of pushed me towards is if you're going to do this you might as well do it for charity so signed up with the charity team for the Chicago Marathon in 2020 um, and that was all ready to go. I was excited to train for that. And it, um, obviously the, the pandemic came through and canceled that. So that one ended up being a virtual marathon, which <clears throat> kind of sucked because it's, you don't get the, the atmosphere of running the Chicago marathon. I just had to make my own track and ran along the lakefront by myself. Uh, my girlfriend was like a water station, <laughs> my medical team. So she was kind of monitoring me, but, it, um, did that one and decided I want to go for the real one. Um, and that kind of propelled me into running my first like official marathon would have been Chicago in 2021. And then from there, I just fully hooked and completely got into it. That's awesome. That, that, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm sitting here right now. Um, cause I'm, I'm about to go run like two and a half miles, um, after this call before the, before the sun sets. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm glad you started with two, three miles. I hope I can like run a marathon one day as well. 
um, you know, hoping yeah, to you definitely can. get to that point. Um, the so first run, the hardest, it gets easier and easier from there. Yes. That's what I've noticed for sure. For sure. So Mike, Mike touched on this a little bit, right? Um, you know, I knew who you were in, in high school, but until you, you kind of, uh, you know, became a little bit more, more known here over social media, a little bit, you know, over a month ago, um, you know, with, with, with St. Pat's communicating, right. Then sharing that you were competing in the Boston marathon, right. Um, you know, didn't really know what you were up to, but, you know, I think it's really cool and inspiring to know that, you know, you're on this quest, right. On this journey to complete all six, you know, Abbott world marathon majors, you touched a little bit about how you got into running and how you got kind of sucked into um, the world of marathons. Tell us a little bit about your quest and, and some of the races you participated in and maybe highlight your favorite race um, to date that you've ran for us a little bit. Yeah. So starting with the virtual one I was telling you about, I ran that one, which was my first official one in three hours and 14 minutes. So kind of when I had that, I knew just from like kind of some research that the to qualify for Boston, you'd have to be under three hours. So in my mind, once I ran three hours and 14, it was just in my head, I'm thinking I can, I can do that. Like that's, that's a goal that I can reach. So I kind of became like obsessed with beating that three hour mark um, and eventually qualifying for Boston. So from there, it was just kind of full blown, just like, you know, training pretty much year round for these marathons in the hopes of one day running Boston. So after I ran Chicago, like I said, I ran that one for the American Red Cross, um, which is, again, when, when you run for charity, it's it's a way to get into the marathon because they guarantee you a bib. But you don't, like, realize how, like, powerful it is when you're really helping people through raising money for a good cause. So it, it really helps with your training, too, when you have, like, a reason behind what you're doing. Um, so I really enjoy that aspect. And I decided that if I'm going to try to run these marathons, I'm going to I can pair that with the the giving back charity aspect. So I kept going with that. And after Chicago, it's just like you kind of just get addicted to it almost. So I started looking towards the other majors. It's just like a way to continue running faster and faster to, to beat that three-hour mark. Um, and the next one that was just in like the calendar year and that was the Berlin Marathon. So I saw just through, you know, researching that there was – an opportunity to run that for charity, which was in that, that race was in September of 2022. So I was able to join that one with the, the American cancer society. So they guaranteed me a spot in that race, um, trained for that raised. I think I raised $5,000 for the American cancer Society through that one. Um, again, with, with cancer, it's kind of something that unfortunately, you know, we all know someone who's been affected by it. So with that constantly in the back of your mind while you're training, was a good way to, you know, put a reason behind what you're doing. And then Berlin in September turned that into like a vacation as well. And running a, a, a marathon abroad was, was pretty amazing. Um, so I ran that one in two hours and 53 minutes, which I knew would then qualify me for Boston. But in the meantime of that, I randomly for the other ones, other marathons, there's, there's like these lotteries that you have to enter to get into them. So I just, I put my name into the, the New York, the New York marathon lottery, just 
thinking I wasn't going to get it. And I just happened to think there's like a 10% chance of getting selected for that. And I did happen to get selected for that one. So Berlin was in September of 2022. And then um, the New York marathon was in November. So it was a really quick turnaround. Uh, probably not the best idea. Yeah. Uh, pretty quick. And it was, you know, your body's pretty beat up after that. But so Berlin was in September. New York was in November. And then after after I knew I beat that three-hour mark, I got an email from the Boston Marathon confirming that I was selected. Because with how that works is if you you have to run within your time qualifier to get selected. But it depends on how many people apply. So if there's a ton of people that run qualifying times, that you still might not make it depending on how competitive the field is. But I was able to secure my spot in Boston, which was kind of like the, the ultimate goal of mine of what I wanted to do. So being getting that like qualifying time, I didn't have to run for a charity, which is, which is, which was kind of weird for me. Cause it was something that I obviously like dedicated my, my running towards and I enjoyed it. So when that happened, I still decided that I wanted to run for a charity, but I was just, I had the, the option of choosing who, you know, what I wanted to raise money for. So I kind of started that search and I was thinking about it and throughout my life, my, my parents had been like my biggest supporters and all my athletics and academics and everything I've done. So I kind of turned to my dad specifically and just thinking that he's been at every little league baseball game, you know, high school football games, everything at St. Pat's that I did. So I actually went to him and I asked him, Hey, I, I'm want to dedicate this marathon to you. What's a cause that means something to you. And he just immediately said, you should run for St. Pat's. Um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with my dad, but he's he was on the board at St. Pat's and cares deeply about, you know, giving back to the school and the community. So he encouraged me to reach out to St. Pat's and try to set something up, which I was happy to do. So I reached out to Dan Santucci at St. Pat's and kind of got that ball rolling. Um, so I was, I was excited for it. And I, you know, I'd always loved i love going to st pat's i love kind of supporting everything they did um which i was excited about and then i was actually just randomly at a, a work holiday party and connected with a coworker, and we started talking and i figured out that he also went to st pat's and he was kind of telling me about his background and he was kind of telling me that so his parents immigrated from mexico and moved to chicago and he was saying that he grew up in kind of a rougher neighborhood of chicago and he was saying that through the financial aid program at St. Pat's, his parents were able to send him to St. Pat's because they were worried about him getting caught up in some of the gangs that were in his public school and in his area. So they were working, I think he said they were working like two jobs each, you know, just trying to get by. And the financial aid allowed him to go to St. Pat's uh, where he graduated and got a full ride scholarship to DePaul to study finance. Uh, so he's graduated from DePaul with a finance degree, and he's now a, a vice president at Morningstar, where I worked. So he's telling me this story, and he's he kind of getting emotional at this holiday party. Where I was, I was thinking to myself, that's that's a pretty cool story, and it was <clears throat> kind of like a, a message to me that was, you know, I always knew that financial aid and helping you know students could be powerful, but just that random kind of occurrence where he was telling me, you know, he was where he was today because of people giving back and helping that the financial aid program was something I thought was pretty cool. And he was saying that 
his goal was then to connect with people at St. Pat's and start teaching basic finance classes to people from his or from students from his similar background. Because he was saying that a lot of those students from that background of, you know, families like that are put in charge of making financial decisions for their families. And he thought it'd be kind of helpful for the community if he could uh, kind of teach those skills. So once I kind of heard that, I was like, okay, this is, this was meant to be this way. And it was, it was a cool thing. So touched base with Santucci and got the fundraising going and kind of reached out to as many people as we could. And the people at St. Pat's helped promote my, my link and my story. And it just kind of took off from there. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, Jack. And that's uh, such a great story too, that you were able to connect with, uh, with another alum. I know um, that's kind of been, uh, been a theme in the podcast. I feel like with, which, which whoever we've talked to, there's been people that they've connected with in in different fields and especially too with, um, with Kevin Golden starting the program with, uh, with alums and with students, I think uh, the green and gold mentorship program, I think there's going to be even more of that. So, so that's awesome. Um, and in terms of uh, continuing with with marathon racing, our uh, is um, from what I understand, I think there's five races in the world's uh, Abbott Tour. Are you planning to also do all five? Yeah, there, there's six of them. So I I've got Chicago, Berlin, New York, and Boston, and then next would be London, and then Tokyo. So those are so I've already started training for those. They're already circled on my calendar. So hopefully get those done by next year if not uh 2025 those are the last two of the the major ones and then i'll have to figure out what else to do after that man that's crazy um i was just in london a few weeks ago and i was there the week before or a couple days um before the london marathon Mm -hmm. um and so it's they do it big out there for sure that's like one of their big big events in london so um no, yeah, we look forward to seeing seeing uh updates on on your on your running and your your marathon accomplishments for sure. Yeah, thank you. And I definitely will continue to try to do that. Um build upon the charity and running for a cause. Um something that I obviously learned through St. Pat's and all the community service we had to do there. It's something that's important to me and my family. So looking for more opportunities going forward with those two. All right, Jack. And then, yeah, so we kind of touched on what you're doing um, in terms of marathon training and running and just wanted to to talk about uh, a little bit of, of what you've done uh, after St. Pat's, after leaving and after graduating. Uh, so you tell us a little bit about your college career. Yeah, so I graduated St. Pat's in 2014. Uh, and from St. Pat's, I went on to Indiana University in Bloomington. So at Indiana, I studied real estate and finance. Um, So I graduated from IU in 2018, and I went into the real estate field. So I work for DBRS Morningstar, which is a Chicago-based company. I work with uh, Commercial Mortgage-backed Securities as uh, Assistant Vice President. Um, So I've been there for almost five years now. Uh, It's the first job I had out out of college and being in Chicago. And there's a good amount of, I've actually found a good amount of uh, St. Pat's alum who work at Morningstar as well. <clears throat> That's awesome. And, and uh, for, I, I worked in Chicago for a little bit right after college too. And um, it's crazy. There's a lot of shamrocks out there. I mean, rightfully so, you know, with the school being, you know, in Chicago, you just never know who you're going to run into. Um, 
from all classes. Um, it's crazy. I think that's the beauty of, of it. Um, and so with that, I think, I think the perfect segue, you know, thanks Jake for, or Jack for telling us a little bit about, you know, your college career and, and your professional background. We always like to, to kind of ask um, the question, right. To, to all of our guests here, you know, everyone, you know, goes to St. Pat's and has different experiences. Um, is there a particular memory or experience of St. Pat's that you have that you can share, you know, with, with the audience to kind of take them back and, you know, make them think about the good old days? Yeah, I would say so throughout my training for the marathon, uh, Dan Santucci actually let me use the weight room to, to train. So it was, it was kind of funny to go back there to the place where I spent so much time, obviously with the football team, lifting weights and, you know, being with my team and everything. And to go back there and see like the new, you know, there's, there's high schoolers in there now training and everything. It was pretty cool to be a part of. And obviously all the time, you know, running up the stairs and the, off the gym there up into the the health room and back down and using all that space. It's a lot different now that they've, they've put a lot of money into it and built out that nice new, uh, workout facility down there but it was it was cool they let me have the opportunity to go back down there and you know train and be a part of something that uh i did a lot when i was my time there at st pat's that's awesome and that weight where that weight room looks a lot different than it did back then didn't it um, yeah. remember yeah, those rusty cool. uh rusty barbells and dumbbells um yeah, exactly. you know um that's awesome uh jack you know i really want to want to thank you for your time this evening you truly have an inspiring story and I don't think I'm going to run 2.5 miles tonight. I think I'm going to try to go for three um, <laughs> this evening. But, you know, I think as 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 our listeners kind of listen to to what you had to say today, I think there's a lot of themes, right? You know, getting yourself to do something, right? And committing to it, right? That significant significance of commitment, right? Um, finding inspiration or that spark, right? That That gets you moving. Um, and giving back, right? You know, giving back to to not only the community, but to to foundations, right, or organizations with the cause. I think, you know, we can all learn something, and you know, we'll definitely keep our eyes open as you continue your journey in the marathon world, and you know, see if if you get into the ultra marathon races. You know, pretty soon you'll be doing those 100 mile races across the globe and all that crazy stuff, but. Uh, you know, Mike, I'll toss it over to you to see if you want to give a, if you want to give any party thoughts, but you know, um, Jack, thank you for, for being on today. Yeah, absolutely. I think just kind of something that, uh, I thought was pretty cool with all the support I got through St. Pat's and everything. And kind of once you let your, you know, your goals and your dreams be known to other people, it's amazing to see how many people will, uh, support you and love you and, you know, do so much and, just the, the amount of money that I was able to raise for St. Pat's through um, all the support. It was, it blew me away and it was, it was really cool to see. That's awesome. Well, uh, thank you, Jack, for joining us. I really appreciate you taking some time tonight and uh, yeah, definitely keep us updated. Best of luck with training and uh, go Shamrocks. Go Shamrocks. Thanks guys. <laughs>